with Petty Party Podcast. We are at episode 75, so we're making our way on up. This is your girl, Jory Aliyah. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Michelle, a.k.a. Egypt, if you nasty. Hey, everyone. It's Just Nick checking in. And hey, y'all. It's your girl, Amakalek, coming out the set. What's good? You know, they saved the best for last. Bye. Y'all know how we feel about that. (laughs) I, I mean, like, at this point, what is it? Are in? y'all gonna get a new line? Like, okay, we okay. y'all all can't be doing that. Literally, okay, y'all, uh, y'all just and uh, Chris was actually, Chris is actually not gonna be with us this episode, so it'll just be us she's for cur- today. She's yes. currently in the motherland. I wish we were there. But anyways, moving on. So we gonna go ahead and I want to ask y'all a question. I have one. Okay, go first. What are y'all binge watching currently? Nothing. Nothing? I just watched... Um, what did you last video. binge? I last binge Wix Faith. What is that on and what is it about? It's on Netflix and it's like a show that was back in the day. Like it was a cartoon and they made it into... An, it was a, an adaptation off of the cartoon. And so it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Like the, the doctor... If y'all see Nurse Jackie, Nurse Jackie's best friend that was the medical doctor is the main character in the show and she did her thing. Hmm. It was good. Not going to lie. What about y'all? I, I mean, I'm not binge watching anything right now, but I want to binge watch it only because this man is so goddamn fine, y'all. He is Who? so fine. <laughs> From Snowfall. Who? Okay. Idris. We're already on a new season. We're already on a and new season. I'm saying I'm going to catch up just to see his face. See, I've never watched Snowfall. I don't know what I'm waiting Oh, on. y'all go to his Instagram and he will He's make you watch. He will make you watch anything that he is in. <laughs> What's his Literally. name? His name is um, Idris. Idris. Idris like He's the new Idris Elba. He, he is the new Idris, but no, his, his, I think his last name is Idris. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. Daniel oh, Idris. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Franklin, <laughs> if you want to be technical. <laughs> I just saw him and y'all boosted are you what yeah, i'm not no, gonna go no, look i'm gonna trust way. michelle no 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 <laughs> we are no, not so. going to downplay a beautiful chocolate I, man sorry no okay i mean y'all said the new idris elba though like you know how michelle feels about idris so she I mean, can't, it's not up to her eyes then can just throw that around like idris is recent idris recent netflix show just got canceled so he's not mm, i don't know anyway but, but you don't want to tear down black men what was that about that was nikki that said that that was <laughs> this is paulette talking so <laughs> um i'm binge watching um love and marriage huntsville because mm-hmm. i just i need the backstory on a lot of shit that's popping off with them. Are you talking about like what? The, do you follow Neighborhood Talk? Mm-hmm. Are you when talking she about threw that glass at that man? Okay, yep. yeah, that's the mm-hmm. show. Okay, yes. text me that show because like, I'm gonna send it to you. I've actually yeah. caught a couple episodes before, but like the dynamic of the group has like changed so much, and I've never really watched it. I've always accidentally caught an episode, so I was like, man, let me go back to the very beginning and follow it through. And this show is crazy. Really crazy. crazy. I okay. love black excellence, but with I'm a gonna watch, I'm gonna drama. Watch that. What about you, Michelle? <laughs> 
Man, I just finished watching um what's it called? The one. I have it was such a good scene. Like it was so good. It was like, good. Let me tell you how bad let me tell you how good it was. I finished it right and I tried to go to the next episode and I couldn't. So I was like, what the hell? And I was like, my Netflix messing up. I was literally on Netflix going in and out. I didn't even realize I was on the last episode. I was so annoyed. It's only eight episodes. It's so good. And it's not super predictable. Shows like that. No, it was not good. predictable. Yeah, I felt like all the things okay. I wanted to predict, it didn't go the way I thought thought it would go like everything mm-hmm. like just y'all would like it that's just a quick binge, though. violence every day because i feel like I, I i since it's you on like a friday or a thursday and i was done with it by sunday like it's very quick but it's it, very interesting and it, like michelle said it's not predictable at it's all it's not predictable in a good way like oh mm-hmm. and then another show i just finished too was pretty pretty things or something like that that was a good show too that was a really huh, good show. Pretty things. I feel like I heard about that before. It's on Netflix. It's right? like a ballet show. Yeah, it's good. I'm not even gonna lie. I underestimated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I what I will say is I'm gonna need some of these writers to start creating longer seasons because this four six episode season ain't working for me. Because half these shows are getting canceled. They just here for the panoramic. Anyways, moving on. We're gonna go into the moto. And. Uh, This one is, I have been talking to a guy I met on a dating app. We started exchanging texts like two to three messages per day. He asked me for a video call one week back, but I declined since I'm on a trip with friends and don't want to spend time on the phone. He understood that I'm going to be busy and was was checking on me through text. I extended my trip until New Year's Eve, and I really couldn't video call him or text him promptly, so I ended up sending short and late replies. But he tried to keep the conversation going, and I did my best to reply to him. A couple of days back, I got swamped and ended up texting him after 12 hours. He asked what my life story was. I replied to that and asked him the same question back. Now he kept me on red. He came online several times and hadn't replied to me. I don't understand if I've done something wrong or something. I like this guy and it seems like he is interested too, but I would never put anyone on red and expect the same back. It's hurting. How should I handle the situation? Should I unfriend him or send him a follow-up text? If he's ghosting you, no, don't even like, first off, it's way too early in the situation for him to even be acting like that. So I feel like she just needs to move on. Mm -mm. I think she was playing games and he peeped it and that's it. But was she playing games? She was busy on a trip. Like, and I feel like if people can't, I'm not gonna lie to you. If people cannot understand that, that's really weird to me. Like, especially like if you're being very upfront with them about, Hey, like, this is what I have going on. I'm not able to FaceTime right now. And I'm like that. Like sometimes I can text you because text I can get to whenever I want, but I can't sit there on the phone for, you know, an hour or whatever. Cause that it's too hard to multitask being on the phone. But she didn't respond back until 12 hours later via text. And she, and like, he, and the thing is, and like, she thought he was playing and like, she gonna ask the same, like, what's your life story? Like, he's not playing with you. He's asking you a question. This is true. So for you to like, ask his question back, like you weren't serious. And like, he peeped that he kept it, kept it moving. I mean, and what does she want to know? She said like, what should she, how should she handle the situation? Should she unfriend him or should she send him a, a double text? 
I mean, I'm queen of double texting, triple texting, yeah, I have no whatever, pride. So. <laughs> well, the reason why I don't care about that anyways is because I, I never fuck. send my thought in one message. I always send two, three, five anyway. So absolutely, to me, it's like a double text to me is nothing because when I text you, I'm sending five anyways. <laughs> so yeah, especially like it. the person. I don't care. I don't care. I'll text you as many times as I want and call as well. Like I like you. I'm showing you that. So what's Girl, up? Just, just answer his question then if you're so pressed, and then if he doesn't reply, like, then move on. Yeah, like you should reply again with him and just answer the question. And like, if he does not respond, this just blocking because you said WhatsApp and like, girl, just keep it moving, keep it moving. Being ghosted on WhatsApp, ooh, what kind of what kind of nonsense? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of early for someone to be not responding to your text messages. Just just keep it moving, sis. You know. You, <laughs> You win some, you lose some, you know, but you live to fight another day. Just just take this L, take it on the chin, just keep moving. Y'all don't even know each other deep enough for it to even hurt you like that. So just Yeah, I mean I feel you. A dating app, like I feel you, like there's nothing wrong with it, but mm, don't take it too serious. But anyway. So yeah, you heard it from all of us. I mean, I don't think you should move on. I think maybe you should send that double text, you know? Take a leap of faith. You never know. And I say move on. Yeah, it's too early to be double texting. It's too early. It's it's just too early for <laughs> games. It's it too. too like, we are. No, in, she started it first. No, like, she did not. She has a logical reason. He's just playing. He's just at this point. He's just being petty. Like he's not replying because he doesn't want to. No, like he asked her, "What is your life story?" And this girl's gonna say, "What is your life story?" What? Okay, and and that made you want to <laughs> leave the conversation. Then bye. Come, Are you coming from? Me? Coming from someone who didn't even respond to him 12 hours prior. So, no, like, what? He no, double okay. texted you. Okay, what? well, then, and, and now you're done? Then be done. No. See, the thing. I don't, <laughs> we're not chasing men down in 2021. Thank like, you. You're Say double texting. My thing is, it's okay to double text, but you can't double text after you asked a question. Like, double texting is like, you said, okay, he didn't respond. Okay, that makes sense. You didn't say nothing that was respondable. No, not, she said, she asked his same question again. Still, it, did it end in a question mark? Like, that's playing with people. Like, come on, y'all, for real. You haven't spoke to someone in almost 12 to 24 hours, and all of a sudden you're like, what's your life story? What's your life story? Wait, what? Are you playing? Okay, cool. Is 12 to 24 hours a long time? It, it's I am gonna, you know what? I cap the cap on here. 12 hours in the beginning is not uh, like it's a long time. It's not a long what? time. Are you my nigga to be getting back to back text messages? Would you be hogging on my day? No, you're not. Thank like, you. huh? Be lucky I'm replying consistently. You should have no expectations in the beginning anyway. So I kind of. But we don't even know like, how long they've been talking because she said like they were exchanging messages like per day. So like we don't know how long they've been talking. I don't know. If it, didn't, thing if is, it didn't make it to the iMessage, it ain't that long. My thing is, no, I'm not counting you know, the fact that somebody people talk of hours that. ago. People have too much time on their hands. I'm not going to sit there and count. Oh, damn, it's been 12 hours since. He, no. Yeah, and if he's doing that, he paid mm-hmm. anyway. So, period. Just free yourself, sis. This sounds like a this sounds like a mess. Couple days a mess in training. Hours. He asked what my life story was. <laughs> anyway, the girls have spoken. But yeah, we're gonna move on to the petty chronicle, and this is gonna be short and sweet, y'all. I just want you to let me know if I'm petty because I've told a story like this before, and y'all all know that I came out here and I told a story about somebody who. I went into and I ran into them on a date and I pretty much like skated out of there because I didn't like his outfit on what he had on because I felt like he was dressed like a fisherman um but what I didn't tell y'all is afterwards 
he ended up like texting my line on some real crazy stuff. So I hit that block because I don't tolerate abuse. It wasn't abusive, but it was concerning to me. I didn't feel like, mm, I didn't feel like he deserved to be in my messages talking to me like that. So fast forward, I actually saw this person out. And when I saw this person, I was just like, this person looks so familiar. And then finally it clicked in my head that it was this person. So they were like, being nice. I was like, okay, you know what? You did a lot. So I'll let you be nice. And they was okay. They brought me some drinks. We were chilling. Da, da, da. And afterwards, he was like, okay, now that, you know, we're cool and everything, can you unblock me? And I was like, no. And he's like, really? You're not going to unblock me? And I was like, no, because I feel like once you become blocked, like there's no coming back from that. And so to me, I always think like, okay, is it petty for me to have let him, you know, buy me a drink and all that and just to not unblock him in the end? No. Very. No. No. Nope. You in the club offered buy me a drink? Sure. Does that mean I'm obligated to unblock you? No. No. Mm-mm. No. That's, the, that's gamble be, you get, the gamble you make. I would be damned if I even waste time with someone that has me blocked <laughs> in the club. So, yes, it is petty because it's like, okay, I would understand if you, like, let him go through this. And, like, especially since it seemed like y'all had a good enough time to where you, like, he bought you multiple drinks. So, it's like, I feel like that warrants, like, an unblock. But, like, if you already knew from the get-go you weren't going to unblock him, then, yes, sis, you were petty. Like, pay for your own drinks. No, okay, no, okay. I was there, off, and, I, Michelle, you need to give more yeah. context. Um, yeah, like, it wasn't that good, good of a time. <laughs> we literally walked in, and he was like, what are you drinking? Da, da, da. And I was like, okay, cool, yeah. It wasn't like he was buying, he didn't, it wasn't the night, the drinks wasn't on him that night, no. It was just a simple thing, like, okay, you're trying to be nice. I, to me, it felt like a peace offering. And I was like, you know what? I understand. You know, we can be cordial. I don't know why. I don't want you to have my number again. I just don't. I don't want, especially now that I have a new number, you're definitely not getting my new number. So, no. Oh, see, yeah, that's another energy. I can, under, I, I, I see more now. Of I mean, like, yeah, if it not. was like a new number, then, I mean, I understand that. Because you're trying to start off, like, strong, you know? You hate to have a new number. Is a, a new number is a really big deal. Like, you can be so selective about who has your number and who does not. Yeah. It is. And I don't even know my number by heart, so I really be selective out here. Because I be like, uh, <laughs> let me look. I don't know. Maybe, it. You Maybe think I'm lying. <laughs> I think, think I'm you're lying. about 50% petty. Just I don't about. think you are. I feel like you were just, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, he asked and you didn't do it. I mean, so. It's okay. Lie to him? Like. Like, no. He took it on the chest, though. He was like, okay. And he still tried to holler afterwards. I was like, shameless. Of course Maybe he did. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what most men are, persistent, even when they shouldn't be. Well, I'm going to say you're about 50% petty. Just about 50%. Because I wouldn't even walk in his direction. I would just be like, oh, no, you're blocked. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Girl, it took me a minute to even realize because my head, I was like, bro, I know this person. Where do I know this person from? It like I was telling Joy, I was like, Joy, this person looks stuff me. I don't know who this person is. It wasn't until he started speaking, I was like, I know who you are. <laughs> I know exactly who you are. And he just better that night than he did on the day. I'm just like, see, that's what I'm telling you. You can't be blocking like people over dressing. Uh, he did not get blocked over dressing. He got blocked over being in my phone trying to make some last minute shoot his shot on some you know how like you seen that meme where it was just like the quickest way for me to, to get me to stop talking to you is to start is to bring up sex because who said i was talking to you that's 
that was the energy. Oh yeah, it's like the other meme that says, um, "Don't ask me to Facetime or can we link?" Because now I got to play dead. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> no, literally, is that okay? It actually happened to me recently. Someone was just like, "Hey." Uh, bring me some food. I'm like, you're not even in Dallas. And then he sent a little video on Instagram, and I was like, oh, you're here, and now I have to play dance <laughs> because I'm not linking with you. <laughs> I felt so bad. I did not open the message. I was just like, I'm not linking. Like after I did that, I just I just hearted it, double tapped it, and I was like, oh, uh, uh-uh. uh. He replied, he's like, let's link. I did not open it because I'm like, I'm not linking. No, girl, that happened to me this this past weekend. They were all hanging out with each other. I was talking to two different friends, not even talking, just communicating and you know one of them was just like you know 420 vibes cool and the other one's like okay cool you know cool guy the 420 guy's like where you at we're here come through girl the way i i went ghost on him but i was still texting his friend so and the guy had the audacity text the next day like hey what happened last night i know you know what happened nigga i know you know what happened (laughs) don't embarrass yourself don't make me say it (laughs) don't make me say it well, speaking of texting extras, <laughs> I know y'all have all seen this scandal. I mean, like, I feel like this at this point, this might have been like the black scandal of March. You know how, like, have, have y'all been keeping up with that calendar? It's like a lot happened in March, though. It's kind of hard to choose like which one can be the main because it was just Meghan like- Markle, wasn't it? Well, yeah. oh, it was just Meghan Markle, but I feel like at this point we are going to have to shift our spotlight to Derek Jackson and his <laughs> wife. So oh, I don't know if we all have seen um, the video that came out on Instagram off of Derek Jackson's Instagram page, but basically he and his wife decided to sit down on the couch. I don't know if she decided this because she still had a bonnet on, but they decided to sit down together, hands, fingers locked in this little uh, motion. And Derek decides to sit up there and talk about how he has had extra marital affairs with, I don't know, I don't know how many people. Um, it kind of seemed like the only reason why he they decided to finally sit down and talk about this was Basically, they were going to like the business was going to get aired out. So I feel like they kind of want to jump on it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also <clears> came <throat> out with a, a book that he decided to promote as well after this. Did y'all have a chance to look at this? Yeah, I have been catching clips. I think the book came out before, before. This happened. it came out before but i feel like he is using this now too because the thing is like because if you look at the book the book is like talking about how to get through like these hard times in marriage so i feel like now he's using this to turn around and be like hey if if we can get through this then you can get through this by my book yeah, it's marketing. Yeah, it's like a publicity. Man, I'm not going to lie. All these things, it's, it's giving PR stunt. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I feel the same way about Quavo and Sweetie. It's all giving PR to me. But to keep it um, on task with the whole Derek Jackson thing, to me, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's, just, it's giving narcissism because I don't understand how. Okay. Because I'm all over the place with this. Okay. His wife, for one, I didn't like how after the whole thing came out, people were attacking her looks, which is kind of wrong. I mean, even though she did look kind of, I don't want to say frumpy, but she looked she looked very, like, low maintenance in the videos. Uh, people were attacking her looks for that. So she came through with, like, I guess, a 
I don't want to call it a clapback video, but a, a response video. She talk did. about y'all came for gossip. I came for the gospel and my cap of whatever. Da, da, da. What about, I do not like, like is oh, that. Go ahead, Nikki. Go ahead. Oh, what no, I don't like. you was just saying. <laughs> go ahead, girl. <laughs> go. <laughs> basically, no, that, no, but that's basically what she was doing. It's like, she was like, y'all are trying to like, put this image on me that's not me that's not me and it's like girl that's not what we're telling you like we're not telling yeah. you to have like this certain image like just come prepared next time yeah, no, like, no I, don't 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 come don't come at all yeah. actually do not come do not prepare for this it's not a video y'all should have made what i don't like is how they're trying to use christianity mm-hmm. as a front for like whatever they're doing because even in the bible the one thing that because god is not for what well, in the bible the the God that is in the Bible, he's not a fan of divorce, you know? But one thing that he does say, the one thing that excuses divorce is infidelity and stepping outside mm-hmm. of your marriage. Mm-hmm. God does not at any point in time say that if your husband is sleeping with other women, you should stick by That is not Christianity. Now, if you made the person decision to do that, then that is on you. But bringing religion into this and trying to make it seem like God is this and that, no, you know what I mean? And that's why to me, it rings false. There's just something about it just doesn't seem sincere. It doesn't seem genuine. It just seems rehearsed. She doesn't, like her body language was I don't know. She just looks damaged. She looks. I don't like, know. I don't like how trauma. like I don't like how he publicly humiliated her again. Like I I just don't understand why men like why he was so comfortable with doing that. Like I understand whatever marketing scheme you're doing, but like the way she was looking now, people are now hinting at like abuse and stuff like that. Like it's just kind of it's it's odd. And so I don't know. They need to really like dead this story and toss it because like I'm tired of hearing it because I don't really feel I feel bad for his wife and I feel bad for this type of situation she's in. Like you're in the church and living in infidelity. Like, wow. Like I, I, I don't can't imagine how your life is. So but if y'all let's say that y'all like were in a very public relationship, you had following, you had a following and y'all base your relationship like off of Christian values. Let's say that this happened. Would y'all get up and make a video with your husband? No, no, no. I'm not publicly acknowledging shit. No. <laughs> what is it? Am I married to you and the masses? No, I'm not I'm married to my husband. So it's just me and my husband going to hash it out. There's no video. There's nothing. We're going to go to counseling if we even make it there. And the crazy part is about this is like, it's not just one person. He made it very clear. It was multiples, multiple people. Like, oh my God. So and they were low key. I just, <laughs> let me not spread rumors, but they were low key uh, hinting at like a same sex is that what that person basically was hinting at that said that he has like such and such to like X amount many hours to like tell the truth or he's releasing something? I oh, think that so. lady was like blackmailing him. But no, I, that was a lady. No, no, no there was a man. There was a man basically that came out and was like, "If you don't tell the entire truth, then I'm gonna tell it for you." Hmm. Wasn't that okay? Maybe it was another person because the girl. It was a girl on Instagram. She has like a. Uh, she calls herself like the wine seller or something like that. She's the one who originally broke the whole his cheating scandal to begin with, and she did tweet. Mm. She changed her profile to Derek Jackson, so it might look like a man was saying it, but she pretty much was telling him like, "Tell the whole story, or I'm gonna tell your wife the whole story." Oh, okay. So it was the girl, but I seen a like a thing going on Instagram, and it, it now has thirty thousand likes. And pretty much, I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but some pretty much it was saying that like people need to stop using and claiming like 
the enemy is like in God and it's like going through the struggle as to why people cheat. And pretty much it just said, any man who attempts to convince you that his infidelity is a spiritual challenge God has bestowed on you as a couple is using religion to manipulate you into accepting less than what you deserve. And I actually feel that because I'm just like the way they sat up there and like you, it's just like, Oh my, it's just horrible because it's just like everything that he, I, I didn't ever knew who he was before. Like I've never heard of him before, but everyone around me apparently knew who he was. And so I kind of looked at his page, but it's like everything he tried to warn women about men, he did. So it's like, you were speaking yeah. so wonderfully because you were the fucking nigga doing all this that you were warning us women not to get caught up in, you know? So it's like, exactly. it's just, it's just, it's nasty. It's weird to me. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. what makes it worse. Cause someone even said they were like, what makes it worse is the fact that you knew better and you told us to do better. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you literally know better. You know what to do because you preach about the right thing to do. So the fact that you made a decision not to do it just makes mm-hmm. it that much more evil. To yep. Me. Like, yep. no, not a good definitely person. agree. And, and then, try to, then try to sit there on t- camera and normalize the act. No. And not even just that, but like, you're trying, it's so sad that like, you want to clear your conscience so bad that you would put your wife in all types of jeopardy. Like you have absolutely like no consideration for how this is going to affect her. As long as you can speak your truth, that's all that matters. And for that reason, I can tell he is not sorry. He does not care what he did. He just had to say it just to get it off his chest. That's it. I don't like probably still cheating. I don't like it uh, for sure. I don't like the clout that he's kind of getting off of it because this is like someone pointed out like since this is all came to light, like he's gained 200,000 followers. And I guess normally he does like reaction videos. So like the video with him and his wife, he did a reaction to his own video. Like, like how do you do that? Like everything about the situation is weird. But I do feel like his wife, like because she made some very interesting like post and the captions were long about how she didn't realize her husband was attracted to dark-skinned women and how at one point yes and i'm like sis you're really not that light but okay but anyways um she made posts about how she didn't realize her husband was into dark-skinned women and at one point like she started presenting her daughter because her daughter was of darker skin tone i'm just like she actually has a lot but she did say like she's always felt insecure never like she was pretty enough so when her husband saw her out even when they were younger in high school like she just could never understand why me why me so it's like she clearly suffers from like like self-esteem issues and i really hope that she can get the help that she needs because like the fact that you were looking at your daughter sideways because of her own skin color because you feel like your husband likes dark-skinned women like that in itself just like i have sympathy for her and i hope she gets the help that she needs because she clearly clearly needs it that takes it to a whole different level Mm -mm. (laughs) i don't even know what to say to that one okay so we're gonna go ahead uh there's, I feel like there's a lot of breakups, but I feel yeah, like we got to touch base. All, feel like PR the summer's coming. The, because the way Quavo, <laughs> Quavo and Sweetie broke up, and I'm like, okay, Cosmopolitan cover right on time. Okay, uh, album <laughs> promo right on time. Okay, oh I'm like, what? Nobody was checking for Migos two days ago. Nobody cared. But and all now the Migos, they talk about Migos. Now they're talking about Migos, the greatest group of all Thank time. Thank you. Obviously, oh, wait, it's about to be a banger. Ooh, Quavo dropped this. Quavo dropped the line. Is this about Saweetie? I'm like, is this pre-recorded? Probably <laughs> versus recorded probably months ago about Saweetie. Can we not do this? Can but, we not? Like, this is not publicity because it's killing me inside. Okay, publicity or not, <laughs> whose side are y'all on? Do y'all feel like no one? What Sweetie is? Do y'all feel like what Sweetie's saying, where she's like referring to the fact that Quavo cheated or had like, um some little side affairs or are do you feel like Quavo is truthful whenever he says like you're not the person I thought you were 
I'm okay. Because, I don't know if y'all hear it. Hold on, hold on, no, no, hold, on no. hold on, real quick. Mm-mm. Let me just give one background. So, because Quavo's aunt did come out and she spoke up and basically said, Sweetie puts on this whole front for social media, but she is not who we think she is. Okay, this is how I feel. Anytime you treat a nigga the way he's supposed to be treated, you move on, whatever, you do what's best for you, they always want to throw a cryptic line like, you're not the woman I thought I was. No, you're saying that because you want to hurt my feelings and you want me that to be open up a line of communication for me to reach out. I can't tell you how many times I've done a nigga come off, whatever, and he could, your friends are right about you. What the fuck are you talking about? You're literally talking shit to rile me up. Like, my yeah. friends, they say shit about me. Like, his line, when he said that, I was like, this is a typical nigga move to make you feel like, oh, it was me. No, it was you. I believe he cheated, and I stand with her on saying, take care. Goodbye. No, that was a script. They played it, and it's done. I'm sorry. If this is PR, you're not going to get this. You're not, your sister and family's not going to get to come out and talk about I'm, I'm self-absorbed and centered. I'm sorry. I would have ran the PR a little different. So to me, I feel like it's a little real because you're not going to get to assassinate my character in this PR stunt. No, but th- that's the thing that didn't even make sense. Because I'm like, so since when is Quavo's sister just allowed to just give her peace? Yeah. And then Sweetie's oh. aunt, Sweetie's aunt comes in with these uh, screenshots. Like you, so you knew to record this video of her saying she loved the shoes. Where did she get this Everything from? She was, saved it from her page and gave it to you. It's just everything was too much. spot on. Like it was just like what? It's just too much. I'm not on anybody's side because even though I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie, because I, I think I, I did tell somebody this, I felt like Sweetie going on that show. I, I didn't understand why Sweetie went on respectfully but me either to kick off the pr tour that's what it was for basically before i was like i don't understand why she's on the show because her energy was very much like Mm -hmm. it's not her usual energy if y'all maybe because i'm actually a fan of sweetie like not so much well a fan of her music but also her personality you know what i mean so if you see her on interviews she's normally very bubbly she's she's very funny goofy all the other stuff that was not her energy on the interview she was given very much like oh what uh, uh, like you know, not attitudey, but you know, very short she, and low like, energy. Stank. It was stank. Yeah, was low energy. Lie. Yeah, I mean, I don't even say it was stank because I, I feel like she was probably matching energy. You know what I mean? We don't know because the stuff she showed, I was even just like a lot of the questions seemed like they were setups. So I felt like she already came into the interview probably on edge. You know what I mean? Like she didn't want to look too like nice. She didn't want like her energy to be like misinterpreted as like maybe feeling it and then the justin la boy goes on a breakfast club and says he didn't even know that um justin and quavo dated i'm just like okay now if y'all gonna be lying this much then i'm really not gonna believe it because you mm-hmm. if justin and you go that far you know that he dated sweetie because that's where sweetie came from no shade to her she came up off of being his girlfriend so and you talk about you a fan of sweetie None of that makes sense. And then her energy in the interview didn't really make sense to me because in my head, I'm like, why did you give that to him? Why did you give him? Because this is how I feel. You know, if, if I blow up and I'm bigger than my ex, the same ex who told me that I would never be anything and I would never be big and I would never blow, I'm not going to hop on his platform and give his platform visibility like that. So I'm like, why, why are you giving your ex visibility? That's weird to me. Like that did nothing to you. That did nothing for you, but it did everything for him and his show. I didn't yeah. know he said that about her. Mm-hmm. Now that I, Knowing that he said that, now I feel Wait, you. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Go listen to B.A.N. Yeah, girl. They, she made songs about him. Stupid tale. <laughs> I don't like him mm-hmm. anyway. I feel tale like tale. he's just like an L7 living in his daddy's shadow. You talking about Justin Combs? Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, so let's take a vote. Y'all think, for those say who think it was PR, say I. I. I, 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 I say I, I. <laughs> Nikki. I don't think so. I think this yeah, is like either. I'm not gonna lie. I think that this actually is like very real. Because the thing is, I feel like 
Sweetie has been wanting to be done for a little while now. Y'all didn't catch the um, Valentine's Day vibes? Yeah, like it's like it just when she was off. going through the hotel, like sis was not excited. <laughs> I don't know. Only reason why I just feel like it's not really like she's never around for like major, like even like events when it's like, like Cardi and Austin have stuff like, and like everyone's there. She's never there. So I'm just like, I feel like it's just like, they know, like, it's just a contract. Like they're not really for real. Like this ain't real. Hmm. You know what I mean? Well, take care. I mean, period. Take care, care, Quavo. Um, I wish you the best. I hope that culture three is lit. Um, I hope that you don't ad lib every song and that you actually try and put some time into your verse. Maybe let take off right Um, that is my wish for you. Take care. I think t- I think that Culture Three is about to be lit, y'all. We need, I don't know. I think Girl. we might. Lose I think energy. we need a, I think we need a Culture Three for this summer. This we have gone through a lot. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if we need culture yeah i think we need culture probably i don't need the Migos. i need some city girls i need yeah, a lot more but yeah. it, it, i'm not looking for the niggas for the summer music no more literally <laughs> i'm not i'm not no but last but not least i did um because like you know i watched wendy williams show and like she did say something that really like made me sick to my stomach like she basically like you know i don't know if y'all heard nba young boy got arrested for some previous gun charges from last year and he's facing about five to ten years in prison and basically wendy williams was like he he needs to go to jail running through people's backyards lowering their property and like to me like that was to me like to say that about your own kind that was fucked up and like wendy is not the best person in the world like she hasn't had the best year either and for her to say that about another black man to me was terrible and disgusting so how do y'all feel about that i'm not shocked by her comments i do think they were ignorant a lot of the stuff that she says is ignorant. like she's too old to be still talking like that like lowering down someone's property interesting but i feel like nba young, nba young boy's mom made a good point she was like she's not just talking about my son she's yeah. like the same applies to these black oh, lawyers these black yes. doctors. y'all are moving into these neighborhoods and they feel the same way like I, my son's not the only one who's lowering the property value like at the end of the day like and I kind of feel her like it's, it doesn't just apply to him. It applies to a lot of people who live. In yeah, neighborhoods. I can't tell you how many times I've seen random videos of like one black family living in a neighborhood and like they be getting harassed all the time. It's like, yeah, and the people way. are trying to force them out of the neighborhood because mm-hmm. like, our, our neighborhood's losing value in class. No, no, no. Like, I just feel like Wendy Williams. I don't know. She used to check herself at the door. Like, she I feel like for real. I'm sorry. I feel like Wendy has too much dirt in her background to be talking about no one. Like, anybody. I'm sorry. Like, she just... Like, she has way too much going on like you know you got you have stuff with like drug drug use in your past you have now issues with like your ex-husband and so i just feel like wendy she just be talking just be talking just to get views on her show at this Mm -hmm. point i don't even feel like she even feels how she truly talks i think it's just clearly to get views on her show that's it I think she's in. I think I don't want to use. The I think term she's bigger. out of touch. I'll be yeah, honest. I was about to say. I was, yeah, she's yeah, she's one of those. Yeah, she's I think she those. doesn't realize. Like, I think she, sometimes she tries to tap into like the original Wendy, but it's like I feel like it's what. At a certain point, you have to acknowledge the skeletons that you have in your closet and realize that you have to start speaking from a different perspective. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I'm sure she wishes that she could speak from that same perspective of being able to talk issues about every celebrity. But no, you can't talk about people getting cheated on. You can't talk about people staying because you've been in that situation. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about people doing drugs because you've been aired out for doing drugs. You know what I mean? You can't talk about people. You can't. There's certain things you just can't talk about because. 
people can't talk about you in that same way. So, you Mm -hmm. know, just humble yourself and try to find a better way to approach those kind of topics. You know, use that as a lesson to grow and if you can't approach it correctly and respectfully, then don't talk about it at all. Let it go. But isn't she dating a white man now? Man. Uh, barely. Wendy's, he left Wendy's on. Went, wow, already? <laughs> Girl, I don't know. I'm just talking that shit. That quick? <laughs> oh. I seen some posts that he left wherever city she's in. So, yeah, like I said, she's yeah, bird. Wow. Yeah. You know, she is a bird. Because even she had a segment now that where she's trying to meet, like, singles. I'm like, Wendy, you are not that desperate. Maybe like, she is. No, no. Well, hey, our wine lovers. This episode is sponsored by Usual Wines. They are an online wine company that caters to your modern drinker like us. Oh, and they have taken the pressure away from killing the bottle. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is the perfect amount for a glass of wine, containing zero grams of sugar and low in carbs. So for our listeners who are trying to get fine for summer 2021, this wine is for you. No matter if you're a red wine drinker like me or in the mood for a nice glass of rosé or trying to keep calm and collected with a usual spritz you can find them at www.usualwines.com and make sure to use our discount code petty that's p-e-t-t-y for eight dollars off your first order and try your first glass on us holla guys i'm gonna go ahead and switch gears into our topic for today we're gonna be doing a little bit of a mental health check-in so pretty much like we've been in a pandemic for a whole year, which y'all tell me real quick, what are all the wrong ways to say pandemic? Let's go. Panasonic. Panorama. Panoramic. <laughs> what else? I thought like those are the main ones, right? Yeah. Or like people be saying some weird ass shit. So I, feel like started it. Up I, feel like, I feel like Gunna started it because he swore he said he pandemic. It, but he said, what do you say, panorama? And that we'd a, we'd like a, a we'd a panoramic. <laughs> it's a panoramic. Anyways, but are you, any of you guys where you thought you would be uh, if the pandemic didn't happen? Like, would you, you think you'll be in the same position right now? Or no. if not, where do you think you'd be right now? No, I, I'd be, no. I'd probably be, um, my passport would definitely be a lot more stamped than it is mm-hmm. right now. Period. Um, <laughs> I think that there are certain things that I think I was able to accomplish just because I was able to put my head down a little bit more and have a little bit more tunnel vision. So I feel like in that aspect, yeah. But I feel like there are certain areas of things that I wanted to like put into, like put to life that I really require outside to be open. You know, there's a lot of things that just like mm-hmm. you don't realize that the outside needs to be open in order mm-hmm. for it to even pop. So, but I, mean, I had no complaint. I think I have to agree with you though, Michelle, because. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I was a little bit more motivated. And I, w- I feel like if this had not happened, I might have been a little bit more stagnant when it came to career-wise. Because I feel like this has, like, opened up so many, like, it's opened my eyes up to just, like, so many opportunities and possibilities that it's, like, I don't think that would have happened without it. Yeah. I miss outside. I feel like I mastered discipline and, like, just, like, learning to just love just – love like staying in love being to myself like so i feel like back but when outside was open i used to hate being by myself i used to hate and i i've learned to like really love like peace of my own like my own peace and quiet like i love it like i would choose that it's crazy because like when i think back like honestly i don't really know i don't know what was gonna happen in 2020 all i know was like at the top of 2020 i had quit my job i wasn't working i was focusing on finishing up my last semester of graduate school and all my intent was to turn the fuck up like i didn't have a job i was trying to be on the streets all the time and then the pandemic really came through and fucked that up but i will say like 
I mean, I did graduate and then like, it's crazy that like this whole pandemic hit. Cause I mean, this is what my degree is in. So it's like that in that sense really kicked off my career for me. And I don't think if it was for the pandemic, it would have kicked off that quickly. So I do appreciate that. But I don't like after the, once the pandemic hit, like any plans and goals I have for 2020 kind of went out the window. So I kind of feel like I just went with the flow of life and it kind of just took its, took its way. Mm-hmm. So how would you guys describe how you're feeling in our new called normal life? Do you feel like it's going back to normal now that outside is opening? No. You don't feel normal? Slowly. Slowly but surely. I'm going back to normal. <laughs> it's nor- I'm sorry. It's normal. It's normal. It is normal, y'all. Like, if not, it's probably more normal than it was before. Because I before? feel like everybody's outside now. It don't... It, People that didn't even know what the outside looked like, they are outside. <laughs> but now. like, yeah, it's not to me. It's not normal because like places are unnecessarily packed now. Like you really True. can't go anywhere. Like it's just unnecessary. Like it's like, yeah, we're still in a pandemic, and like, n- like I know outside is like due to Abbott's open, but like it's unnecessarily packed. Like to the point where you can't do anything, and like you're low key scared that you're gonna fucking get sick being in the no, yeah, everywhere you go. It's I like that's more so towards. We got to think about people just got their stimmies too. True. Like, no, this was before money. stimulus checks. People were more now than usual for sure. Ugh. I don't know. It's like, it's not even like, I feel like the weird thing is because like we all were out last weekend and mm-hmm. it's crazy because like, it's weird going back to like how life was pre-COVID because like you're used to having to wear a mask everywhere. And like, <laughs> there's so many times where I kept looking around like, why is my mask not on my face? <laughs> like why do There's, I not have my mask? Like why am I shoulder to shoulder with people in this bar? Like why? Like it's weird. It is an adjustment. Um, but I do agree it's going back normal. One and thing I'm not going to tolerate people still being close to my face. Like <laughs> that's one thing that will never be normal for me. I cannot girl at your teeth. I need girl. you to back up a little bit. Girl. Even if we in the club, if you have to text me. But you ain't whispering in my ear. No, you ain't no. yelling in my face. You ain't doing none of that. Like, no, mm, back y'all don't up. understand. I went to uh to the, a place for drinks last night, and you know, people socially distanced. Now, I mean, the restaurant did not care to, but we did it ourselves. And I was the next to this white man, and some girl behind him was like, "Oh, because there was no seat to the bar." She's like, "Oh, do you mind if I squeeze between you and order?" And I remember I looked, and I didn't mean to look at her like that, but I'm just like, this is how I feel. But pre-pandemic, it's okay to ask one person, but you're not just invading one person's personal space. You're getting in between two people, and I don't want you that close to me. Just because he said yes, it's not me. It's a yes for me. You should have gotten on the other side of him. So I was looking at her, and I even, with the person I was with, I was just like, okay, I really don't like her being close to me. And then she apologized to him, and she was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to back up. Um, I feel like I don't want to be out in her space. I was like, yeah, because you caught the vibe, sis. Like, why are you so close? Like, no. I don't understand why people think the pandemic just disappears and that you can just be 30s. I don't know. But I felt <laughs> you know so bad for being rude because I know she heard me, but I couldn't even apologize because I was like, I said what I said. Like, You why? know you could have let that girl get a drink for free, girl. That's all a, she was trying to do. A drink for free. She was trying to order. And, she, and you want the guy to pay. He was what not guy? She did not catch the vibes because she came, she went up to him and was like, hey, who y'all waiting on? And he was like, nothing. Uh, I just waiting on a drink. Uh, he, no, she's like, what are you drinking on? He was like, a drink my girlfriend got for me. She didn't ask you <laughs> about your girlfriend. And the fact that he said, I'm like, sis, you might hang it up. These niggas are not buying any drinks. So that's when she decided to go to the bar and order herself. But I'm like, okay, you ordered, sis. Now you're going to wait here for it? Back up. 
<laughs> okay, so do y'all feel Damn. like this last year has affected like your mental state or any relationships with friends, family, or even just your love life in general? Absolutely. Yes, girl, because I can't re-up. That's the only problem. Oh. <laughs> Damn, I, I'm used to having a team and like it's hard. <laughs> it's hard trying to build it back up. You can't have no team when you can't pick your players up. Hey, it's That's like period, period. It's like the season ended and we didn't like like no draft. We not gonna have no, no drafts. drafts. No Man. drafts. No no second rounds. No nothing. We got zero rounds, y'all. Zero chances. Child. It's like I don't know. And then it's like and then if you do want to go outside, it's like you have to choose from the dummies who don't care about the pandemic. So you know, they yep. should already in order. They they probably mm-hmm. already not straight if they outside in the pandemic. So it's just like But um, you outside too. I'm yeah. perfect for exactly. Each other. <laughs> so blind leading the blind. You know? So it's just like I Somebody gotta have sense. You know, one of us gotta gotta tell us to stay inside. So just like man. If you wanted to talk you said that it did twenty twenty changes. Um me personally, I I 2020 did change me entirely. Um, y'all may not know this, but I did lose my dad beginning of 2020. And um, it was the pandemic did not make the transition easy at all because it just seemed like I was trapped. And so I did develop like a little bit, a little like depression, a little bit. I was depressed for a little bit and it was just really hard. And like being stuck in the house, not being able to go anywhere. It was just terrible. Like it just felt like you had to literally had to face it head on. And so glad to be doing better in 2021. But yeah, 2020 was not so good for me. I mean, man, that's oh. real though. Like, cause I feel like when people go through things naturally, like sometimes you want to just be left alone, but it's like, no, mm-hmm. the, the outside mm-hmm. distractions help you take your minds off of stuff. Like for yeah. real, I think something literally I mean another day and it was like, man, I'm trying to stay as busy as possible. So I don't have time to think. And that's actually very real. That's how I be feeling sometimes. That, like, I, I don't have time to slow down because as soon as I do, yeah. my thoughts are going to invade my mind and I don't want to be there. So yeah. yeah. And like, that's, that's me 24 seven. That's me 24 seven. Like literally like it was a thing where like, if I wasn't busy, I'll be stuck in my mind. And then all of a sudden you're like, it completely sad. And like, I felt like it affected like my life, my work, my friendships. Cause cause like, I felt like I withdrew from everything. And so that's why I told myself, made a conscientious effort, like in 2021, I was going to be better and like take, you know, take my mental health serious than what I did in 2020. And so y'all, if y'all are struggling or y'all need someone to talk to, go see a therapist. Like it's normal. We need to start treating it like it's a taboo because it's not. Yeah, We're all going realized. through something. So no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely agree. I do think that this pandemic changed just like my outlook on a lot of things. I think that like what Paulette said, I have to agree. Like it forced you to face a lot of things head on. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I had to become a lot more comfortable with myself and being alone and not always, like you said, like trying to, trying to like, go into like these activities I tried to like find things to get stuff off my mind you know what I'm saying so it's Mm -hmm. like I think that it's changed like I now I feel like I'm definitely able to sit still (laughs) I can save money a lot better um I feel like I appreciate my friendships so 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 much more I appreciate my relationship so much more. I appreciate just like my family, like everything I appreciate so much more just because like the simple fact that we were all even able to make it through this, like not all of us, of course, you know, RIP to Mr. Agu, but like, I mean, like there's just so many things that I'm just grateful for, you know? So 
I agree. I agree with that. And like, it just 2020, I feel like it was like the year of like, I don't, I don't want to say like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, like revamp or like rebirth. Like you just were re, redefining yourself for real. Like in 2020, I felt like I really had to like d- tap into my inner self and like figure out who the hell am I and like, who do I want to be and what do I want to see in 2021, you know? And I feel like that's why when 2021 got here, I feel like I hit the ground running because like I knew like, okay, 2020 was like this, but 2021 is about to be greater. You know what I mean? I'm about to use whatever I went through in 2021. 2020 to do better in 2021 and help others as well. So that's another thing. And like, I feel like I really figured out my strong suits and like stuff. I really, and things I thought I really enjoy, how I really didn't really enjoy it. I was just using it to just waste time. So. I definitely feel like one of the biggest things for me, like that I didn't like about the pandemic is like, I probably only saw my grandma and grandpa probably like 10 times in 2020. And like, I'm used to seeing them on a constant, regular basis because my grandpa Girl. is extremely high risk. I literally have not seen him. Prob- I can't even think the last time I saw him. It's probably been at least like two and a half months. So I try my hardest. Like my grandma, I go around her a little bit, but I always make sure like we're masked up and we got a distance between us. But I haven't been able to see my grandpa really just because the high risk nature that he's in. So I think that for me is like, that was sucky because I'm used to being around them a lot. And I'm like, they're already older as it is. So it's like, I hate that mm-hmm. like time is being like taken away, like to spend with them, you know? Yeah. So I think that was like the hardest thing for me. But I don't know. I feel like when it came to like the pandemic, like I feel like I was almost out of touch, like, so much time I feel like time escaped me time passed and I'm just like I don't even I feel like, like it feels like an out-of-body experience like especially in the beginning because like in the beginning no one was going anywhere at That's all true. like March and April people weren't leaving their homes it wasn't until May when like stores started opening back up and stuff yeah. like that so like in the beginning it was definitely rough but like even like I was like on furlough for at least a good three months and like that was even weird in itself like no distractions. Like literally all I was doing was Netflixing and eating, eating. <laughs> oh, that was an easy, Ooh. it was so easy to gain weight during this oh. pandemic. I remember I went to the doctor, like <laughs> when I go, I think I went to my doctor in like November and I stepped on the scale. I said, you're lying. She was like, no, she was like, I'm not going to lie to you. She was like, all my patients have come in with weight gain and it's all just because of COVID. And I'm like, fuck. Girl, I felt like I was just eating to eat at some point because I was bored. You didn't have nothing else to do. You were over here watching Instagrams, learn how to make shit, and just eating yeah. just because. <laughs> yeah, that first time I there was one day. <laughs> there was one day Michelle and I went to Kroger and we got all these snacks, y'all, and killed it in within like eight hours. It mm. made no sense, and it was a lot of snacks. Like. <laughs> And we were trying to make, that's like when TikTok first got here, trying to make TikTok videos, bro. Then it was looking kind of lit. So how do y'all feel like (laughs) the quarantine was lit? I missed the beginning of quarantine. Yeah. Up, down, up, down. Come here. (laughs) (laughs) The beginning of quarantine was so lit. I feel like everybody was just like, people were just like, I don't know. It was back to the old days, like pre-technology before, like you can get like sidetracked by all that shit. It was just like, oh, just stay home, do puzzles, read books. Let's watch movies. Like it was like the ultimate. Remember summer as a kid? That's what quarantine reminded me of. Summer as a kid, just being stuck in the house, can't go nowhere because your parents at work. (laughs) <laughs> so you and home you know all day what? trying to figure out something to keep you busy. You know what else? Especially in the very beginning of COVID, 
everyone was getting headaches and shit because we were in the house on our phones. So everyone Yay. just thought they had COVID. I have a headache. I have COVID. I, I it was 5G. I hadn't even left my house in, in weeks. And I was like, I have COVID. I have a headache. Girl, it's because I was on my phone 24-7. The little light was messing with my head. Holding my breath for 10 seconds to feel if I was having shortness of breath. No, literally. Oh, yes, literally. Always. Oh, my gosh. So low-key do it to this day. <laughs> how do you go about prioritizing your mental health and if you do not do you think your mental health suffers because of it absolutely mental health should always be number one always even um one thing i like to do like when i'm on my way to work now i start off with like calm r&b music you know beginning of the drive then when we halfway there now we got to turn it up a little bit because now i got to get into the mood of being in the workplace you feel me and then i always end it with um What's that song by City Girls? Clear the Air. I don't know why every time I pull up to work, I'm listening to Clear the Air. Like, that's such a lit song by City Girls. Y'all should listen to it. But yeah, that's I how I look it up. I don't that's how I get, that's how I get to work. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, feel like, <laughs> I feel like I do not prioritize like my mental health enough. I feel like I, I've always been this person to put other people first. Um, and so I felt like I kind of did that a lot during the pandemic too. I felt like, especially like having to face a pandemic in the hospital and like, we are learning as like, we're going, especially in the beginning part of it. I feel like I just put, like, I was so worried about my family. I was so worried about my friends. I was so worried like about like my patients that I kind of took, it took a toll on my mental health for sure. And I did not, and I did not take care of it the way I should have. I try to put, like, to prioritize it, but I feel like I fall off a lot. <laughs> like, I be coming up with all these grand ideas of things to do on a consistent basis, but I've been getting better. So, like, I guess to, like, lead into the next little portion of the question, I was going to ask you guys, like, what would you say you personally do that helps you maintain your best mental state? Um, what I got from therapy is breathing exercises. So at times, like if I like feel myself like becoming like anxious or overwhelmed or like, I'm just get I'm getting into that, that funk, right? Deep breath until I am calm and centered and you continue to do it until you are there. It doesn't matter how long it takes. You keep doing it. And you can, you can even do it where you're sitting with people that they don't have to know what you're doing, but deep breaths in and then exhale through the mouth just slowly until you become calm and centered. So that's what I practice a lot now. Like it was great advice that she gave me for dealing I with I think that. for me, what's really been helping me lately, like to be in my best mental state is like, I really have to stick to a routine. So like, because I spend about like 50% of the month, like not at home since I travel for work, um, it's very difficult for me. So I've had to like make a routine for myself. So like on the weeks where I'm at home, like I have a whole routine. Like I, when I wake up, I go, I brew some tea. And while my tea is like kind of cooling down, I meditate for a little bit. And then I have these affirmations that I actually recorded on my phone. I have like 10 different ones. They're like three minutes long or whatever. And I listen to that for a little bit. So that normally takes up like the first 25 to 30 minutes of my morning when on the weeks I'm at home. But because when I'm not at home, I'm in a hotel, like I kind of flip it. So I do that at the nighttime. Like I meditate before I go to sleep. So I think doing that helps keep me like in a grounded space and kind of sets my intention for the morning when I'm at home back mm-hmm. in Dallas or when I'm on the road. Like it helps me de my day since I'm in like a, a hotel 
kind of. So I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's definitely been helping me keep like my most mental saneness because it's like I'm checking in with myself every day. So it's like, I yeah. think it's been helping me. And also, I, I like that you said meditation because when I'm at work, I, I check in with myself all throughout the day just because, you know, work can become too much and, you know, just check in or I'll go take walks. That's nice. Catch some fresh air. You know what I mean? Anything you do to just keep sane. So yeah, I, I like think that. my biggest. I think my biggest thing for me was like the outdoors because I feel like that was like one thing I could do like during quarantine throughout this entire pandemic. It was to be outside like but be outside like you know what I mean? Like in the park, mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. like you're not close to people. Like I'm walking trails, hiking, things like that. I feel like that was like one of the biggest things like that kept me going was just to be able to see outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, I'm not gonna lie. I don't really prioritize it or maybe I don't, I don't have healthy like methods of making sure that I keep my mental health in check. Like one thing that I used to do was like I pray and journal and I know that's something that keeps me centered, but I don't, I'm not consistent enough with it. So that's one thing that I know that I want to just stay on top of is having like, you know, healthy habits and not just, you know, binging Netflix shows because that's that's been my escape lately. Oh, girl, girl, yeah, same. Girl. You know what's crazy is I feel like there's points and times like when I'm journaling so heavy and like I literally picked my journal up the day and I was like, why have I not written in this whole all 2021? That's how I know I'm living girl. life fast life. Literally for me, I know I'm living life too fast and not like grounded when I don't take time to write in my journal. So it's like that lets me know I need to slow it down a little bit and accommodate. I can at least accommodate 10 minutes of my day to write in here what the <laughs> hell is on my mind. So that's definitely a reminder for me to like just slow down a little bit because there's no reason why I can be like you said, binging. I'm over here binging freaking uh, Love and Marriage, Huntsville, like <laughs> this is ridiculous. But you know it's so crazy like have y'all seen like how easy it is to just get like off track whenever yeah things are, like more readily available to you you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like i felt like whenever they took stuff away from us it was like okay let me actually focus on the things that were important that actually mm-hmm. like you know kept me grounded kept me sane and it's like now that they've opened all these places back up i'm like it's just like Direction i just city. stopped yeah yeah it's, it's crazy because when the beginning first hit, that was literally my first thought. I was like, we're at a point where if you cannot find a way to focus, sorry, y'all, my puppy's chewing on some plastic. If you cannot find a way to focus when you literally, all the distractions are shut down, like you're going to have a hell of a hard time doing it when shit opens back up. So mm-hmm. I really hope people took advantage of that time where like you really couldn't go anywhere. And I feel like a lot of people did. But my thing is, and if, and if you didn't, you know what I mean? If you have bigger things to sh- shit to fry, then that's that. But I mean, as far as people who do struggle with, you know, being able to pick between going out and sitting still and getting shit done people who are easily distracted i felt like if they didn't take advantage of that time then sheesh it's gonna be hard moving forward absolutely absolutely um so since a lot of us like i asked i binge you know and stuff like that um binge movies i don't know why i just dropped that there but um do you feel like any of the pages you follow on instagram or the shows or movies that you watch affect watch affect your mental health at all absolutely Um, or do any of you guys feel like you know this is what you use to take a break from the world and if it is affecting your mental health um are you doing anything to deal with that like um it was like this past weekend like there was a lot of infidelity triggers and like infidelity posts and i was just like it interrupted my spirit because i'm just like you know this is too much for me because i'm starting to feel like our world is just being like like 
like clouded by like making like infidel like clouded with infidelity like if if you're in a relationship your man's gonna cheat if your relationship your woman's gonna cheat like I, I got tired of seeing that to the point where like I had to step away from Instagram for a little bit and like you know like literally like get away from that because it was just too much like when I tell you my spirit was just like down I'm like I hate seeing stuff like that and I literally was unfollowing and it's crazy because on those infidelity posts like you see the people who have liked it and are commenting on it. It's just like yes. the fact that so many of us can relate to this feeling. But it's like, there's so quick to say men always cheat, women always cheat. But it's just like so many people are agreeing. And it's just like, so then who's faithful then? Because the can't all of us be here in this comment section yeah. or this, like, acting like, oh, just, you know, like, I don't know. It'd be weird to me. Like people, I don't, I don't know. I do be feeling we kind of doomed sometimes when I see them post. <laughs> and then I have to stop like reposting narcissist posts. Like I, I just had to get away from that because I realized I'm like, oh, my gosh, like all this sounds so negative. Like it's, it looks positive, but it's negative someone's reading it it's negative they're like oh dang she going through it she has to be because it's not a positive post you know yeah i don't i mean i personally don't follow anything anybody who posts negative stuff or if they get the post stuff that's annoying to me i'm quick to mute so i mean i don't have anything on my personal page that i follow Mm -hmm. like that um but i do feel like for me like watching tvs it doesn't like tvs and movies it doesn't affect my mental health but i do use it as like an escape like Mm -hmm. you know just let me just focus in on this right now for a little bit so yeah i mean I have noticed that if I do watch like certain types of like genres of something like something gory or like killing like anything that have to do anything scary like especially if it has to do with evilness um if I go to sleep I start dreaming about it so I don't like to have those types of dreams so there are certain things that I will not watch at certain times like there's certain shows I put on to go to sleep but then I also went through and did like a whole like like cleaning of my Instagram, I stopped following like a lot of the blog sites. I just got tired of gossip. I got tired of seeing that type of stuff. I wanted to see something positive. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Gossip is, it's interesting. It's funny. But after a while, it just gets tiring. Very tiring. First of all, I've been done with scary movies since what? What was that? 2012? Ever since that box going out the window, I've been done with scary oh, movies. Oh no, <laughs> that was oh my god! Like that actually day was honestly that would go back down in <laughs> to this day. Like, I have not watched a scary movie. I'm done. And the the movie ended up not being scary, which was stupid. It was everything that was happened before that movie. that made it what it was. What? <laughs> it's like Nikki found that box. I'm like, how does it match the fucking movie? The girl found the box. It have my name on it. It was oh, a like lot the going on. The spirit came with it, like. And then when Nikki threw the box out of the door, we 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 wouldn't even let her throw it out of our window. We're like, you have to get out of the car and throw it outside yourself. You cannot. <laughs> I don't want the spirit going to my door. <laughs> For those of you who are confused, we had a really interesting night years and years ago when we were in college. Nikki bought some box at somewhere that had her name on it, and like we were freaking out. And she brought the box in the car with us, and we didn't know. And like she tried to like we were just tripping. And mind you, after all this happened, we went to the movies and watched the movie about a girl bought a box from a garage sale. And like I don't know, it was weird. It was weird. It was too. It was too. No. Cool. And, like, it, we got scared because, like, our next-door neighbors came over with, like, their cousins that were visiting. And, like, our alarm system went off. And, like, they deactivated it for us. So, like, the whole entire time. Didn't we all end up sleeping downstairs because, like, we thought they yes. could break into our house? <laughs> yes. This is why you don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> 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 to this day, I'm scarred behind scary movies. That's oh, my God. Here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so <laughs> social media can definitely be wild. Like you can see some very triggering stuff on there oh, or just yeah. wild bullshit on there. So do you guys ever feel like you have to take like mental cleanses or breaks from social media? Absolutely. All the time. Same. All the time. Especially when like- to delete the whole app. Oh, see, because sometimes it's like when I'm bored, especially when I'm on the on the road for work, like I'm be trying to fill my time. It's so quick for me to pick up my phone and want to get on Instagram. And I'm like, no, I actually have to quit doing that. It's like a what is it? Unconscious like thought to do that. So I'd be having to delete the app off my phone. And it's crazy because I'll unlock my phone and look for Instagram like, uh, duh, bitch, you deleted the app. Like <laughs> I be having to delete it to, because I'm like, I need space away. <clears throat> I feel that. And like and another thing I started doing, like I started going on TikTok and like, looking up information like you know just looking at informative like posts you know and like because TikTok is a place where you can go and like find anything you know to escape away from whatever Instagram is exposing you to and so yeah I've been on TikTok a lot and like it's not just like the funny posts I'm on but there's like so much on there and just you just explore so I like doing that and I feel like I'm on TikTok like three hours a day that's a lot. That's what they say. People who get, uh, have TikToks, like, you spend a lot of time on there. You don't even realize. You'd be like, oh, I'm going to go real quick. And then they say it turned into hours. Girl, be in bed trying to go to bed. All of a sudden, it's 11. I'm like, I was in here at 9. Why am I? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a child. I was going to say, this is, we don't have this on the outline. But how did y'all feel about that meme that was going around maybe like six months ago, like kind of like towards the beginning, middle of the quarantine, um, where they were basically saying like, well, if you didn't come out of this with like a new business or basically whatever they said like basically if you don't come out here yeah a new mindset money or or something like that then yeah hustle then basically you're you're like you're not cut out for it this is like this is not about you whoever 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 even created that to begin with fuck you like this is my thing like y'all not everybody is business savvy not everybody had not everybody had a situation where they could just sit there and just focus and hone in on the crap like people were really going through some real life things a lot of people lost their jobs a lot of people weren't able to feed their families like there are so many more important things than oh and taking stimmy checks and investing in stocks not everybody was able to do that so the pressure that people keep putting these unnecessary pressure people keep putting on other people needs to really stop because a lot of y'all just be acting like y'all on clubhouse moderators and not doing nothing in your real life so shut up like shut up i am tired of seeing that on Twitter and Instagram because it's like it's not realistic especially if you know people that were suffering in a pandemic it sounds very insensitive and to can, and to, can y'all please stop trying to push entrepreneurship on everybody entrepreneurship you. Is not for everybody I don't care that you're your own boss and you set your own times and you wake up and you can travel the world no one wants to be an entrepreneur let's stop making it seem like that That's shit is true. easy because it actually is not easy to be an entrepreneur thank you so please thank stop you. it Stop it, stop it, stop Thank it. Thank you. But yeah, and like, y'all are misleading. Take. Y'all are making it seem like someone can just wake up tomorrow and start. But no, it doesn't work like that. It, there's preparation that goes into that shit. So y'all stop selling false dreams and hopes to people for a check. Because that's stupid, too. I'm tired of seeing that shit, too. Yep. Y'all know how LLC Twitter is. Mm. Man. <laughs> he needs to buy you an LLC. Girl, shut up. Man, first of all, I seen, a, I, seen a meme. First. I seen a meme and it was like, the men found out uh, a LLC was cheaper than these bags. Now they're trying to purchase ladies LLC. <laughs> I'm like, facts. <laughs> facts. Like, so I, don't, I can afford an LLC. LLC. Buy the bag. Like, come Thank on you. now. Thank you. Like, come on, ladies. Let's, let's be smart here. So... 
in regards to social media, um, there's been like a little quote kind of going around. So I'm going to read it and everyone can give their take on it. The phrase pretty much says, um, some of your friends aren't there for you because they're trying to keep it together for themselves. Um, that's what's been floating around on Instagram. And so the question here is, which friend are you at the moment? Are you the friend that feels like you're going through it alone? Or are you the friend that wishes you could reach out more but can't because you're too overwhelmed with your own shit? Or are you the friend that reaches out and feels like your own problems get pushed to the wayside? I'm a little bit of all three. I, I mean, I I feel like I take a lot in and sometimes don't get enough back. But I feel like I can also be that friend that kind of is just quiet too. So it just depends. I'm trying to think. I just it's not even that I'm just too overwhelmed, but like, I don't want to talk about my shit. I think that's the problem. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think for me, and. I think when you're going through your own stuff, I do sometimes feel like it is hard to be able to be able to help other people in a sense. And so I think for me, it's like, I just want to have a good time. Like, you know, if I can't necessarily be there for you in a way that I should be, I at least want to know, like, I can take you out or we can link up and it's going to be a good time to kind of take your mm-hmm. mind off of what it is you're going through, even if I can't be there 100% for you because I'm struggling to be there for myself. So I think that's my take on that. And it is difficult. And we, you people never really know what people are going through. That's the crazy thing. Like, we yeah. see that time and time again. Like, you see the craziest stories on social media. I mean, but, ooh, man, it's, it's a hard nav- navigation. It is. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's why people should just have grace and just Period. be kind to everyone. Like, there are people really passing through some heavy shit right now. So just, you know, be kind, be kind to people, you know, take it easy on people. Some of your friends that like, they're not acting like themselves right now. Take it easy on them because you never know something could be happening that they have not informed you or let you in on. So just relax. And it's almost the entitlement. And it's just mm-hmm. like, you have to almost kind of assess yourself like, okay, you're going through it. And like, because pretty much there's another meme similar to that one it's just like i'm going through shit and then nobody reach out but it's just like okay like have you reached out to let anybody know you're going through it and have you considered other people who you're expecting to reach out to are also going through themselves so it's like have a little bit of grace like don't think it's intentional i don't think everyone Mm -hmm. anybody is ever intentional and not trying to be there for their friend like because if once people vocalize something to you you're always there for them so it's just like let's not take fault for people not knowing what's going on and stop taking it like a hundred percent personal because it's really just not not that in all cases. I mean, I hope it's not like that for people because, ooh, some people move weird out here, but... Girl. Um. Yeah, I, I think people just have to do better about, like, not always being so selfish. Not everything's always about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I know that people, like, we all go through our individual things, but just like you go through something, other people do too. And people just have to understand that. They have to give people just time. For me, like, I would say, like, the type of... I don't know. I think I'm a little bit of all three, but I'm not going to say lie. I feel like I'm also that friend who feels guilty for like, I don't know. Like, cause sometimes I feel like, especially with me, like I'm an empath. You know what I mean? Like I do believe the energy's transferred. So I feel like when you're talking to somebody, they may be having the best day ever and you could bring some sad shit to them and it just dunks them. You know what I mean? So like a lot of times I feel guilty <laughs> talking to somebody about some sad shit. I feel like, dang, I don't know what kind of day they're going to th- through either, you know? So a lot of times, like, I'll go through stuff, and I just feel guilty for sharing. It's not that I want anyone to reach out to me. Sometimes it's nice, but I just, I don't know. I don't really know how to go about having it, have those conversations. Um, 
So that's why I may end up being like the other friend who like, because I'm so rough to my own shit, I feel like I don't reach out enough. But I do feel like, as much as we like to say like, okay, have grace. I do feel like a part of being a friend sometimes is checking in on your friends. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like even when you're wrapped up in your stuff, sometimes I feel like that should, um, you should at least let your friends know, you know, because a lot of times you, these people are going through some stuff and sometimes as a friend you're the only lifeline that person has you know and -hmm. it would suck if you reach out to somebody and it was like because i remember i reached out to somebody and they were like you know what i had a really hard month and i was like oh dang you know what i mean and i kind of felt bad because i was like you can kind of tell when someone's having a hard month but it just didn't it didn't it didn't i don't know it didn't come to mind for me to check on that person and then like in your head you're thinking like dang like i really wish i could have been there for you you know what i mean but it's hard to say that now but it's easy to be there for somebody you know so i don't know if that makes sense. I, I might agree. have just rambled, but. I agree. But, mm, you know, but uh, that expectation too, we got to take it off. You know, don't even have, don't expect anything from people just so you never be disappointed either. You know what I mean? Like, I, well, that's I, <laughs> I mean, but that's, but that's something I, that's something I had to learn in 2020 expectations kill it because at the end of the day, like you're expecting people to do this and be this or one, but it's like, they like, at the end of the day, like, like what all y'all said, people are going through other things. So I can't expect them to be that 24 seven. I just can't. That's not, yeah. that's not realistic. So it's crazy. And I feel that really the expectation. Cause like, I just watched the episode of what I'm binge watching. Um, and the girl was telling her friend, like, you know, I just felt like you weren't there for me. And she was like, no, she was like, I texted you and I said, Hey, like, I know you're going through a lot. And if you need anything, like, please reach out. And she was like, well, I just feel like with everything I'm going through, it, it warranted a call, not a text. I feel like through a text, like you don't take my situation seriously. And I'm just like, see, then people put expectations on like, what's good enough. Like, if someone reaches out to you, whether it's by text or phone, like, how are you now to say, like, oh, you don't feel like her her reach out to you via text wasn't, wouldn't, I don't know. When I re- saw that, I was like, you're, you, you want know, too much. Like, now you want to be It's crazy. nice, because I literally know somebody, I would not say their name, but who did something similar, and they would go through these periods where they just, like, would not fuck with nobody. You could not reach them. So hard to get through because they gone through their shit or whatever. I remember talking to him, and he was just like, yeah, like, my friends. I ain't talked to my friends in a minute, this, that, and the other. And I'm like why and he was like well they've been over but you know i'm not really picking up no calls right now and i was like okay and then he had the nerve to be mad because he was just like you know i haven't talked to him in a long time like i'm surprised they haven't like you know what i mean reached out again because he's like it's been a month now and i'm like well i mean did you not say yeah i'm like did you not say in the beginning they tried to to reach out and you weren't responding and he was like yeah but like now it's been a long time and he's like and now it's like i'm actually really in a dark place he goes i'm just surprised i thought they were my friends like and i'm like see no that's what people need to stop doing like y'all need to stop playing these trust games with your friends because if you're really going through something and you know that you need to talk to your friend and your friend is reaching out to you take the opportunity nobody's there to babysit your feelings because now what's happening is it's, it's starting to become a thing where you go through something and now you start judging your friends based off who reaches out and who doesn't it's not fair because not everybody mm-hmm. is going to keep extending that line of communication once you burn that communication it's it's for you to reach out again and be like hey i know you reached out okay let's have this conversation would you want to grab lunch it's not fair to make somebody mm-hmm. continue to barge into your life because there are some people who genuinely do not want to talk about stuff when they say they don't want to talk about it mm-hmm. so now that you being the type of person that wants to talk about it when you say that you don't don't turn it into friendship olympics off of Mm -hmm. who reaches out and who doesn't like it's weird and that's not the first time i've heard it a lot of people did that especially through the pandemic on some oh i I kept track of all my friends who reach girl in a pandemic in a pandemic you keeping track of people when people are losing jobs and losing 
people and all this other stuff you keeping track of friends who reached out who didn't did you reach out to friends while you was keeping track Mm-mm, i'm like, sorry you got one two times and after that i'm abandoning it like i'm not about to i just can't Mm-mm. but so i'm gonna switch gears a little bit do y'all feel like crying is a stress reliever or do you feel like guilty about it or for, for being vulnerable um i used to be feel guilty i used to i used to feel guilty crying i used to feel like i'm being weak but but realizing that like after everything has taken place in my life like i realized like tears have been like my like that has brought me so much peace because i feel like i'm letting everything out and all the head the weight off you know what i mean like now like if i'm crying it's because like i really had like so much on my chest and i'm letting it out I'm not just crying to just be crying. Like, it's literally now, like, this This is the way I, like, relieve stress is crying. I Actually, cry all the time. <laughs> I cry when I go to work this morning, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I cry all the time. Like, I don't know. Like, what? You just got to get over it. It just helps me just no. get, get past that moment, and that's the end of it. But only thing I don't like about that is just because, like, I cry at random moments. Like, one time, like, I literally started crying at my desk before a meeting, and I had to miss the meeting. I, and I lied to them why. Like, I literally would not stop crying. It was like, it went on for like 30 minutes. Just crying. Like, you just, you know, this is like random. Like, something comes across your head and you're just like, and you can't get it out to the tears stop. Like, the tears have to stop on their own. Like, I used to be the queen of forcing tears to stop. And I realized I'm doing myself a disservice. Just let it go. Girl, you know how hard it is to cry cry when you have a mask on? Like, what? You know how hard it is to stop your tears from hitting your mask? It's very difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say, don't ever cry when you got a mask. That's like the art. Like you have to really know. And but the worst part is like when you cry, like you're at work, and then all these people start asking you like what's going on because you like leave and they might not see you crying. But then I don't know about y'all, but my eyes be so red. Yep. That it's like then they ask me what's wrong, and I just hate that. But I I agree. Like sometimes you just have to have a good cry. I think I used to cry a lot more like a few years ago, and now like I just cry maybe every like six months or something like that. I can't really put a time frame on it, but I don't cry as often, but I do feel like after I get it out, I feel so much like relief and just like weight lifted off my shoulders. I agree. I agree with you, Nikki. Cause I feel like at one point I did not like to cry. Like I, it just made me feel like weird. Like I didn't, I don't know. I just, it just felt kind of productive. Like <laughs> what am I crying for? You know? But now I realize like sometimes like, when you have built up stress, it's easy to cry. And then when you're done crying, just move on. Like, that's really what yeah. I do. Like, I'm just crying out when I'm done crying. Okay, we good. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes like a lot of times, like all the angst and the anxiety built up, like that's the only way you just got to get it out. Cause if not, it's just going to sit there and you keep bottling up it up mm-hmm. and it comes at the worst time, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I ain't afraid to cry no more. No, Give me 15 I, minutes. I, I get cry it out. easily. I don't know what it is. The waterworks can come real quick. <laughs> no. Um, that's what maybe one time I was even just like, bro, do I need therapy? Because I promised y'all I was watching <laughs> Netflix and it could be something as simple as she was like, mom, thank you. And I just be sitting there crying. I'm like, why am I crying? Like, this is not even supposed to be a sad part. It could be happy. And I'm like, I'm crying way too easily. It shows. And I don't even cry in my real life. So something needs to change. Like, I need to get in touch with like, my <laughs> actual life because it's not at up. Um, so when y'all are like stressed or overwhelmed, is there something that you like seek out? So for example, food or alcohol or sex? I'd be wanting to cuddle. Yeah, I need some male attention. Yeah, I'd be wanting to just like, like, you know, just <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, hey. 
Yeah, that used to be me. When, like male attention used to do it, but it's a toxic trait. So I'm no. I'm it's not, I mean, I feel you. I mean, I'm straight. Like me, it was your man. I mean, for me, it was. I mean, for mm. y'all, maybe. For me, I think it's just for because, Nikki. like, it's it. I don't like are you putting your peace in another human being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like when that person is gone, like it just it it's worse. You're just yeah. off because then. The, Every time you're facing a moment of anxiety or yeah. a moment of just like weakness, instead of you fixating on that, now you have to be like, okay, and then this person's not here, and he's the person that would normally go to in these situations. Girl, you know what I mean? It just makes it just that girl. much worse. Where it's just like, yeah. no, I cannot put my peace in nobody else, well, but myself. Yeah. I got yeah. something else. <laughs> I have to agree with her on there. I literally had like a, no, I wouldn't say a breakdown, but like last week I kind of had a little, you know, and like the normal person I really like reach out to and talk to, like they weren't available, and like I literally like, I felt like I was like, I, I don't know, I, I, I was going through a mental breakdown. I would classify it as that. But then I had to realize, no, Paulette, like, lean into yourself. And I got better. I'm trying to think. When I'm stressed, stressed, there is no appetite. I, I can go a couple of days without eating. When I'm for real, for real stressed, I'm not somebody who binge, binge eats or I don't drink or anything like that. I just won't eat at all. Like, I won't have an appetite. It's not even that I'm, like, mm-hmm. forcing myself not to eat. I just really will not have any type of appetite at all. Um, but I like to kind of alleviate the stress, I think. Um, I like to watch cartoons. That helps because it makes me laugh at stupid <laughs> shit. You know, like I don't know, like Bob's Burgers. Um, what else would I be watching? Um, there's something else. Yeah, I like to watch cartoons. Helps calm me down a little bit because I like dry humor, and I feel like Bob's Burgers and shit like that is dry humor. So it's like stupid, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. That's what That's I. That's how I feel about King of the Hill and um South Park. I like King of the Hill. King of the Hill's funny. Racist. Whatever. <laughs> how is it racist? It was funny back in the day, and it's so funny I, now. No, I don't know. It what took place, part. and I it's taking it. place out of Allen, Texas, right? It like gives, it gives me Roseanne vibes. Does no, it? Have doesn't. you watched it? Yeah, no, it's Michelle, not Michelle, Michelle, hold on, Nikki. Have you watched an episode of? Yes, King of the I've Hill? watched King of the Hill multiple times. And what what racist parts did you notice? I just know I don't know. I think it was just like a lot of stereotypes in it that I just what stereotypes? Like no, yeah, I haven't watched that show in a long time. But I remember there was a specific well, reason. I just left it alone. No, because th- there are a lot of parts in it, but I feel like they have a a funny take on racism. Like there are some parts that it'll be a racist. Funny take but on racism. No, because it's supposed you're supposed to acknowledge that, that character is being ignorant. It's not like a part where it's like, oh, we know it's ignorant, but they don't. Because like one of the characters is very ignorant. Yes. And they make him look ignorant. You know what I mean? And so they acknowledge like this is a stereotype, you know? So it's in that way where it's like, I mean, that's real life. But it's not racist in a way where like certain shows where where like in Charlie Brown they'll put the black boy on a on a mm. stick chair and give him no utensils. It's not that kind of racist. It's the kind of racist where they acknowledge yeah. the type of ra- the type of stereotypes that exist in country places. Like I feel like as a black person, you wouldn't be uncomfortable. Yes, and straight out of I haven't out. seen that in forever. King of the Hell, I've been watching a very long time. I love that show. It's just it's just nice to watch. I like how Peggy thinks she's what so you smart. What do you watch it on? Know, look at Spanish. <laughs> what do you watch it on? Uh, I used to watch it on the Fire Stick. It used to be on uh TNT. Like you know, you can probably catch it on Netflix. Is yeah. it on Netflix? I think it's either on Netflix or Hulu. It's on one of them, actually. Or if it's on Hulu, I'll, I'll tap in. 
I yeah, I love that. I don't know. I, sorry, I didn't mean to come for you, Nikki. That's my show. Yeah, I'm like, dang. Okay, <laughs> queen, like you okay, queen of the hill. The yeah, I'm like, you don't watch the show because it's. I don't want, I haven't watched the show in in, in years. Because it's funny because even like one of his son is like Native American, clearly Native American. It's just like everyone yeah. knows that's not his son, but <laughs> he took him forever to find out. I'm just like, sir. Or he'll say stuff like, oh, I think the Mexicans did it. And it's like, bro, this is so ignorant. And even their friends will be like, what are you talking about? But it's a fun little show. Yeah. Harmony. And like, I like Family Guy too. Family Guy is so funny uh, to me. Mm-hmm. You don't like Family Guy? You like Simpsons, didn't you? I mean, I don't like Family Guy for the reason Nikki mentioned um, not liking uh, the stereotype. King of the Hill. Because Family Guy actually was very racist. But um, I, it's, warm, it's warming up to me. I, I prefer um, American Dad or Bob Oh, Bob okay. Bob I see. I could never, I never got into American Dad. But yeah. like, I, mm-hmm. I like, what? there's some other show I used to watch all the time that just had me rolling. Oh, Tom and Jerry. I know that's a throwback, but Tom and Jerry was a good show, even though it was just a cat chasing a mouse. But like, it was funny. As hell. So to kind of wrap up the episode, since we did a little check-in, I think it's only best that we kind of establish how we're going to, you know, handle the rest of our 2021. So what is something that you guys feel like you're no longer going to give your energy to in 2021? And what do you want to do, pour more of your energy into? Okay, I guess I'll start. And 2021, I'm not giving my, uh, I haven't been, but I'm not giving my energy to nonsense. And I want to pour, what I want to pour into is my creative side. I feel like I've neglected it for like the last month, few months. So yeah, that's what I want to do. Mm, what's longer getting my energy? Well, it's a long list of things, but if I had to pick anything just to pick one, um, dead ends. I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to pour my energy into myself heavily. Hey. Emphasis on the heavily. Heavily. I feel you. Um, I think for me, what will not be getting my, I, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I cut a lot of really negative things out. But if I was to say like, what would not be getting my energy arguing, I can't, I don't have an Emmy to argue anymore. Y'all. I just like, I have such a different mindset like arguing like it makes my head hurt i just can't do it anymore um and what i'm going to be pouring my energy into will be getting the lifestyle that i want so whatever that entails i'm pouring my energy into it period i think for me oh pretty much the same i like what you said nikki but I, I do want to get more into like focusing on me, getting my mental health where it needs to be, and just pouring into more of my talents and my gifts. And what's not getting my energy no more is going to be um, somebody's son, everybody's son at this point, because I'm really not worried about niggas in 2021. They're going to have to see me in 2022. I'm not going to yeah. lie. <laughs> the, the, uh, no, more, the, no more energy towards these dudes that be trying to have dates at the house. No. <laughs> Y'all, can no. we like? Do I look like DoorDash? Stop! Stop telling me! Stop inviting me over! And there's not even y'all food. like. <laughs> ew! This man have the audacity to call his house Club Jeezy. Excuse me, you named your house. Okay, I'm done. Like I'm done. Why Jeezy though? They, I don't know. I don't know, girl. But anyways, maybe because they, maybe after that that versus battle. Yeah, I'm like, is he a soul no, survivor? I, like, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. No, 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 I don't think that's where he was going. 
Anyway, y'all, so that wraps up another hot episode with your favorite ladies, Petty Party. And I hope y'all enjoyed, you know, checking in. You know, I hope that y'all took away some things from this episode and y'all also enjoyed as well and share with your friends and your coworkers and all that stuff. And y'all get a good laugh at the funny parts, not the serious parts. But follow us on Twitter. Petty Party Pod and also Instagram, which is also Petty Party Pod. And also, don't forget to watch our YouTube video. We are coming with more content. Content, Sorry, y'all. Be patient with us. And then thank you to all those who share our episodes, who like, who just interact with us. It's awesome that we still, like, our supporters are still rocking with us during this pandemic. It has been hard. And, like, we are so grateful that y'all been sticking with us through this entire pandemic or panoramic, panasonic or whatever. Panorama. Yeah. Panorama. And also, if you have a moto you would like for us to share, or even a petty chronicle that you would like for us to substitute ours for, email us at pettyparty12814 at gmail.com. And it's your girl, Makales, signing out. Holla. Hi, guys. It's Jory. Bye, y'all. It's Egypt. Bye, everyone. It's just Nick checking out. It's been fun. I'm petty all the time.